Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. King, in his uh, latest uh, Football in America column, took a uh, took a drive back in time mm-hmm. to a simpler time. No, not really. But look back at the Mahomes draft, which still may have been the greatest. You didn't see that coming move of all time. It's, I mean, if you pick one or you pick two and you get that guy, you did it right. Sure. Right? Right. I think a lot of these places are more afraid that, to fail at that spot, which is natural. Sometimes. Oh, God, yes. You know what I mean? More more GMs are afraid to fail than willing to go out there and try to succeed. But the Chiefs getting done what it took to get to number 10 in the draft and then taking that guy and then it hitting. Mm-hmm. There aren't many like it. Well, next to Babe Ruth, it is the most impactful trade in sports history. And the only reason I say next to Babe Ruth is because he kept the Boston Red Sox franchise down 84 years. The Yankees became the most dominating franchise in sports history. They won 20-some championships before the Red Sox even got back into the World Series. And so I look at that trade as the most impactful trade in sports history. This one right now is the second most impactful trade in sports history and has the opportunity to eventually pass Babe Ruth because Mahomes isn't done yet. He's just beginning could the Bills be suffering a curse of the Mahomes Eno, just like the Boston Red Sox did with the Bambino, right? He has crushed the Mahomes Eno. Well, I mean, right? Patrick Eno, I think Mahomes Eno sounds better, right? It's the curse of the Mahomes Eno. He's crushed the Buffalo Bills franchise, both on the field and off the field. 13 second game. How many postseason games have the Buffalo Bills lost to the Kansas City Chiefs? Three, right? Three postseason games, four postseason games, whatever it's been. I mean, Mahomes is having the effect on Buffalo that Babe Ruth had on Boston, took them as a franchise and reduced them to soot. And that's what Patrick Mahomes has done. Buffalo traded that pick. And since then, Buffalo's been good. The Red Sox were good, but they were never great. They could never get over that hump. And every year, it was like the Yankees were standing in their way. Go back to Bucky Dent and that big home run that he had, you know, in in 78 or whatever the hell year that was, right? So I, I think right now, 
Patrick Mahomes is having and is starting to have, I should say, the effect on Buffalo that Babe Ruth had on the Boston Red Sox. He's coming back to bite them every single year. And it's going to be fun to see how long Patrick Mahomes continues to stiff arm Buffalo, how many titles he wins, and how this curse carries on years after Patrick Mahomes isn't even playing anymore. Does Buffalo ever recover from this? It sure doesn't look like they're going to be able to. Well, on the Bears, I mean, geez. I'm not even worried about them. Well, no, what I'm saying, I mean, if had they, I mean, I don't think they would have had the success the Chiefs had by any means, but had they have had the foresight to do something like that. Yeah. They'd be in better shape. I guarantee you that. Sure they would have been, yeah. Um, so, but their ownership would have screwed up Mahomes, yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't have been as good for Mahomes. Right. You know, I think we can we can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, he wrote his piece about, you know, the, the maneuvering, again, it took to get to 10, which is unbelievable, to get the uh, the Bills to be on, on board, to to not let anybody know where they were going with this pick. Right. Nobody knew they were going Mahomes. Right? Yeah. And he said, in the days before the draft, here's where he landed in some mock drafts. Uh, Don Banks of SI had Mahomes 13 to Arizona, higher than most, mm-hmm. if not all. Yeah. Um, Mel Kuyper, Mahomes 25 to Houston. Peter Schrager, Mahomes 25 to Houston. Peter King, he wrote himself Peter King, Mahomes 27 to Kansas City. Uh, McShay, Mahomes 32 to New Orleans. And Mike Mayock, Mahomes 32 to Arizona. He writes, why did I have him going to Kansas City? Well, I had heard they loved his on-campus visit in Lubbock, Texas. They had loved his visit to the Kansas City facility. I and heard he was making it known privately that Kansas City with Reed and Alex Smith was the place he really wanted to go. But did I know anything real? Absolutely not. Just took a shot. This happens with most mock drafts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he got the team right, but he didn't have him trading up to number 10 to get Patrick Mahomes. And it was such a key move. It was such a great job done behind the scenes, whether it was Brett Veach, John Dorsey, whoever the case may be, understanding who they needed to get ahead of to make sure they got Patrick Mahomes. Because the last thing you want to do is trade up to 11 and miss out on your guy, and then you're stuck, right? And then who knows what happens at that point in time. Maybe Deshaun Watson ends up being the pick here, or maybe the Chiefs don't even go quarterback. Maybe Mahomes is the only guy that they have identified worth drafting in that draft. And if they didn't get Patrick Mahomes, then they weren't going to waste that pick number 11 overall if they didn't get up to 10, I'm saying, on Deshaun Watson. They would have moved on from him maybe, and we could still be looking for that franchise quarterback. And so he he details kind of how it went down as well to get to the pick that basically if they got the Cincinnati who was right above the Chiefs and their guy was still there, they would call the Buffalo Bills. Right. So John Ross, wide receiver, Washington goes to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Here's how he writes in Kansas City, Dorsey, who hadn't told the Bills who they wanted, only that they'd call once Cincinnati picked if their guy was still available, got Whaley, the, the GM on the phone. We still on? Dorsey said. Yes, Whaley replied. They made the trade official. Both teams called the NFL trade hotline. Ooh, love have that number. I'd love to have that uh, number. Oh, my God, you could blow that hotline up if we knew the number with in- fake trades. Independently confirm the terms. The draft was in Philadelphia that year. Dorsey told the team rep there to write Mahomes' name on a card and turn the card over on his table, then wait for further instructions. <laughs> I mean, jeez. Yeah. It's just the way it's written is just so great. You're it like, is. You're it's- just like thinking back, like the anticipation of what are like that. He well, knew, it's putting you in the moment. Peter yeah. King does a really good job of putting you in that moment. Yeah. In Metairie, Louisiana, home of the Saints, high fives were all around. The Saints knew they'd either be left with Mahomes or Marshawn Lattimore, Mm -hmm. which led to euphoria in the room. They'd love either guy. Last week in separate phone calls, uh, Sean Payton said he thinks they'd have taken Mahomes if both were there. 
Uh, GM Mickey Loomis said the same. Of course, that's easy to say now with Mahomes winning three Lombardies in his first six years of but playing. But I will say but this. But I buy it. I, I buy that, too, because he, he Sean Payton has been very consistent on Patrick Mahomes since day one. He's been very consistent that they were in on mm-hmm. Mahomes as well. In Arizona, the Cardinals had hope. They were three picks away from Mahomes. Then over a tiny speaker in every team's draft room, there was an announcement from draft headquarters in New York. There's been a trade. Kansas City is trading with Buffalo. The Chiefs have the 10th pick. The Chiefs are on the clock. Jordan Spieth enters the conversation. Golfer. Mm -hmm. Football fan, apparently. Friends with Sean Payton as well, and blah, blah, blah. There's a connection. So he writes in this. He said, Spieth told me right away, Sean said, watch. Andy Reid knows he's going to take Mahomes. Which Peyton then said was not really bad for us because they had a need for Marshawn Lattimore and turned out to be a very good player. Mm-hmm. But that even Sean Payton, like, oh, oh, they doggone it, they did it. They did it. They moved ahead in their team. Sean Payton may have been the only one who had kind of an inkling of what they were going to do, right? Yeah. And it goes to show you that Sean Payton knows what he's and doing, right? Peyton Will he do text, it in Denver? I don't know. Peyton texted Dorsey with a one-word expletive. <laughs> <laughs> Mahomes. Yeah, or bleep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's fun reading back on that yeah. and being put in the moment, right? And I was I was in awe at the moment, like, man, you got to the spot you knew you had to get to to block others. Not not you know. Right. Like the getting to ten, not to fifteen or not to eighteen right. or whatever. You had to get to ten because ding ding and ding and ding. Right. We're Eleven, gonna, twelve, and thirteen were all right we're there. We're all right there for the taking. You knew you had to get the ten, you had it worked out, you got the ten, you got your guy, and you went, Yes. Yes. And you're like, oh, my gosh. And you and had then, no idea at the time it was going to turn into this. And then, as we all remember, I know I was in the draft party that day right. there, walking around. The entire place thought Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I thought everybody Deshaun Watson. thought Deshaun Watson. I was Watson. anchoring the coverage here. We all thought Deshaun everybody, Watson. right? Yep. And they went, well, bam. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> and flipped the like, card oh. that had Mahomes on it. And Binkley celebrated. Because Binkley was the one who was calling Mahomes for a long time here on 610 Sports And I know for sure. I said, yeah, third round of flyer would be great. I know you did. Yeah. And then you still talk about, I trade him for 10 first round draft picks. (laughs) No, you wouldn't. Not anymore. No, you wouldn't. Not anymore. And and so as we we continue to, you know, go along for this Mahomes ride, which is what it's been. I mean, they've taken us on a glorious ride here in Kansas City. I start to think about, you know, that number seven that everybody says, well, he can't be considered the greatest until he wins number seven. Why are we limiting what Patrick Mahomes can do, guys? And I'm being serious about this. Why aren't we talking Bill Russell at 11? Or Rocket Richard, who has 11 championships in the NHL. Or Rocket Richard? Yeah, he's the guy. Wow. I saw that yesterday. I was like, oh, my God, remember that guy? Um, and then or Yogi Berra, who has 10 championships with the Yankees in Major League Baseball. These are the numbers now that Mahomes needs to be targeting and aspiring to be. Seven would be great. That's the all-time NFL lead, right, with Tom Brady. But why not be in rarefied air and put yourself up with some of the greats in sports history? And that's when 10 or 11. My God, could you think about it? Patrick Mahomes won 12 championships, Josh, and ends up walking away as the single greatest uh, player in team sports in the United States by winning 12 championships here in Kansas City. 
that would be something. So we can't put the limit of seven on Patrick Mahomes. We need to keep going and going and going. And the way that this thing is going right now, what does he have? Three right now? I'm not now? putting a limit on, but I'm putting a target. That's all. Well, I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not limiting. I, I, I was having a conversation with Jeff over at Supplement Superstores yesterday. I could only win 11 if I win the seven first. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but, I'm, but not, if you, I'm not if, worried about that. If you limit yourself at seven, then you're never going to get the eight. Then you're never gonna, Your goal is to get 12. That's the goal right now. Don't put a limit on there until you are the best of all time. Because if you put that limit of seven, then maybe you get five. Maybe you get six. You're like, "Ah, I didn't read seven, but I got it close enough. You put the limit much further out. And that's why I was saying I was having a conversation about my weight the other day. Put the put the goal at 190. So when you get to 195, you're feeling really good about yourself. If you want to do that to to yourself. Quietly, that's fine. I'm not, not going to do the LeBron announcing because he ain't at. Oh, seven, I'm not eight. asking him to he announce. At, he ain't at seven I'll eight do nine. That for him. Yeah. He ain't at seven eight nine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. He still got. He still got that. But you know why six was afraid of seven, right? Because seven did eat nine. Right. Eight nine, and yeah, seven eight nine. Wow. <laughs> did eat? You know, doesn't quite fit. But you know, did he? You know, you know what I was getting at. So yeah, I mean, among the greatest trades of all time, getting up to ten is amazing. It's the second greatest trade in sports history. It's amazing. It's tough to beat the Babe Ruth trade, but we're getting really close to beating the Babe Ruth trade here. Got a generation to go to see how this plays out. But if Buffalo never is able to rebound and never able to get to the Super Bowl through the entire career of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, yeah, that franchise got screwed. But I don't know that they were going to pick Patrick Mahomes at number 10, Josh. That's the thing. They weren't ready to pick a quarterback at that point in time. They had just hired Sean McDermott. And if they had a title, they would tell you it worked out. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. If Josh Allen had won in this in this run, they would tell you, no, it worked out for us. We weren't ready. Right. Now you got to be on. Oh, I know we weren't ready, but. <laughs> but they got Tredavious White out of the deal. Okay. They still were able to get Josh Allen out yeah, of the deal. Sure. It's not like they. We haven't, we haven't won. But we haven't won. They haven't won. Maybe but, take Mahomes and need a one. would they have taken Mahomes at that point? I don't think they would no, have. No, it doesn't sound like it. I don't think they would have. They were looking to move out of that spot. Right. They were looking to acquire picks and build up their roster. Now, if you want to say they did a great job of building their roster, giving them sustainability, giving them the opportunity to compete every year and turning that franchise around, well, then they have done that. But if you're saying the ultimate goal is to win championships, they've fallen short. But they probably wouldn't be as good as they are now, Josh, if they didn't make that trade and stockpile those picks. But then how do you not play the what if? You what can. If we, what if we'd have just gotten Mahomes? But, but they weren't going to. What if we'd have just taken Mahomes? They weren't going to. They weren't going to. They had no inkling of taking a quarterback. They were still a year away. Nope. That's why it made that pick perfect for the, the Chiefs. Perfect spot. I mean, what a what a, what a a deal. I mean, the whole the whole thing's just fascinating to me. How do you write a more perfect story, though, when you think about it? Like, they, it just stop questioning it, right? Stop trying to peel back the onion and the butterfly effect and all of that. Just say, we got him, and that's the way it goes. Because if you start to analyze, you're like, man, how did Buffalo let that happen? They weren't ready. They just weren't. All right, I appreciate that this guy's got a plan. I'm not sure it's going to work. I'm glad you think you do. Because if you're a fan of this team, I would think, well, this gives us some reassurance. This guy understands he's got to try, right? So Antonio Pierce is trying to write up Jordan rules for Mahomes. Smart. Probably shouldn't say them out loud, though. (laughs) But he appeared on Max Crosby's podcast. And again, this is why teams don't allow most of their players to do these things. Mm -hmm. 
We've got the Jordan rules, and we've got what I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules, Pierce says. Remember when Jordan was playing through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the 80s before he became Michael Jordan? He takes us through the history of it. I love it. Um, the Pistons used to whip his ass anytime he came to the hole. Elbows, love taps were in his head mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Mm-hmm. He thinks he can do that with Mahomes? God. Pierce says he shows the Raiders clips from boxing and UFC fights to show them the kind of aggression he wants from his defense. And he needs his team to have a fighter's mentality towards Mahomes and the Chiefs. We've got to knock the head off the snake. 15. Hate the color red. (laughs) There's got to be a hatred for the Chiefs. I appreciate that. Uh, stopping short of like bounties. Well, that was that. my first thing. But, when you say cut off the head, I immediately went to New Orleans and went, yeah. wait a second. Did we have this conversation? Yeah, and, and in football, it feels like it takes on a different context now that you can't throw out those open threats. But you've heard that forever. Right. That's a Ben basketball thing forever. Cut the head off the snake. Cut the head off the snake. Yeah. Do that kind of thing. So Absolutely. At least he's acknowledging we got to go with the quarterback. Now you say play physical within the context of what you can and can't do. And it is a quarterback and you might get flagged. Yeah. But he might be also saying, well, you're going to get flagged. You get flagged, make contact, hit the guy, make him feel your pain. I, I don't like the fact that he's saying this out loud. Right. And and part of the reason is because I know I'm like this. If you give me a little Josh, I'm going to barrel through that door and I'm going to take too much. That's just the way I am. That's why I can't have cake around. Right. I can't have a nice slice of cake. If you bring a cake into the house, I'm eating the whole damn cake. Okay. I know who I am as a person. And if my coach was in there saying, we've got these Mahomes rules, go out there and crush them. I'd be that guy who's wired a little bit differently and a little crazy. And I'd probably I do would, something that gets me kicked out. Of I the would game, be right? fearful that he, yeah, he's got uh Vontez per- perfect. Or right. Whatever, you know? Exactly. Something that like guy. that. Who, like, yeah. who, like he, yes, I will. I'll go. Rip yes, that. I will. And like, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, we'll literally uh, try to rip the gentleman's head off. Like a... And you'll see Vontez perfect, like pulling on his head at the bottom of a pile yeah, 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 or yeah, something yeah. like yeah. that. Right. Like, that that's where I got to say, okay, hold on a second. But the other side of me, like if I'm a Raiders fan, right. And that's my coach. I'm excited because somebody's finally embracing this rivalry again, right? Somebody understands what this rivalry is all about. And for years, the Raiders have done nothing to live up to this fictitious rivalry. That's been out there with the chiefs over the last 20 years. And so I think that's good that we got somebody that's embracing the rivalry. Also, too, I think we're probably bound to see the Raiders kind of self-destruct in this situation, and we will see some penalties that happen after the play, Josh, you know, that's going to extend a drive, that's going to give the Chiefs an opportunity to go down there and put points on the board. And they beat them last year and embarrassed them, as we know, on Christmas Day. Thanks, though. So No, so the Chiefs are going to be ready for the Raiders. But, like, (laughs) all of this adds to it. And I can just see the Raiders going out there and doing something stupid that gets them at least a penalty a game that gives the Chiefs an opportunity. But I don't want to get it to the point where these guys are taking it to the Vontez Burfitt level and saying, I'm going to go out there and bounty gate this thing and try to hurt Patrick Mahomes because if that does happen then there's going to be all kinds of hell breaking loose on that football field yeah you, you can't you can't probably put it as stated like you could before right I mean you have to have like a uh the disclaimer at the bottom when you do all this yeah. stuff in the meeting and like yeah you know don't take 
Uh, don't take Mahomes' head off if you're allergic to taking Mahomes' head off. Uh, side effects include yeah. Side effects include you dancing to you know type two diabetes or like Ozempic or whatever. Getting kicked right? out of yeah. the league or whatever. Right. Um, do you have to do you have to do that? But I think that the theory is right. And then also I'd go a step further and go and we have to play. Uh, a box and one on Kelsey at all times. Like, yeah. what are we doing here? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need two guys around Kelsey at all times. Right. Someone's need to, no, someone needs to face guard him, and then someone needs to play over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do this for you. <laughs> I, I, I just hope it doesn't get to the point, though, where guys are doing this bounty gate thing, because that, then that's unfortunate. Then you're really starting to ruin the game. And regardless of they're your enemy and they're the opponent and all that kind of stuff, at the end of the day, these guys are all in this thing together. And that's try to earn a living and make some money. And going out there, purposefully hurting somebody on the other team, there really is no place in that in this game anymore. The NFL has eliminated nope. that. And so if I'm the league, I'm keeping an eye on what's going out there in Las Vegas, right? Right now. So he's got a plan and he's got the Mahomes rules. Right. And I guess he's not afraid to share them. Uh-uh. All right. Good luck with that. Now Mahomes has also heard that. So. Right. Right. That And that's the other thing. Like that if to you me is just bigger, didn't need anything else to motivate Patrick. That to me is the bigger danger. Yeah. You've let the cat out of the bag. Right. Oh, guess what? Mahomes is ready for you. Yeah. You just told him you're coming after him. You're coming guess after what? him. All right. What? Fine. Yeah. 35 nothing Bring times it. two. Bring it. And thank you for kicking their tail on Christmas Day. Didn't realize at the time they needed it. Yeah. Appreciate that, Antonio Pierce. If you've done one thing in your Raider career, it's kicked the crap out of the Chiefs on Christmas Day because that led to a title. That led to a Super so Bowl. thank you. And thank it you. probably led to them going into next season going, all right, Raiders, mm-hmm. you thought you got one over on us. We got two meetings this year. We've won more postseason games in your building and probably will win more postseason games in your building than you ever will. Mm-hmm. Let's roll. Uh, another example why this guy's a pain in the rear. We'll get to it next. Back in on Tuesday along with Bob Fasco. I'm Josh Klingler. JT Noah producing today. I saw this yesterday and I'm like, this can't, this can't be good for your sports. Tom Ricketts is the owner of the Cubs. He was asked about contract talks with Cody Bellinger. And basically... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I'm not. I'm not in the middle of this one. I'm not in the middle. I'm not in the middle of this one. And the, the, I think the question then went to then Scott Boris, who's the agent for for Bellinger and many others. Uh-huh. All the people who aren't signed yet is who Scott Boris represents. And, and you find out that there's something to be said for going straight to the source, and there's other for fo- following the line of how you go about things. Uh-huh. So Ricketts is the owner of the team, mm-hmm. and he says, well, I know Scott Boris doesn't want to talk to general managers, but I don't want to talk to him. Quote, I don't talk to Scott. One of his signature moves is to go talk to the owner. When you do that, the you undermine the credibility of your general manager. Inserting yourself into that negotiation, I don't think that helps. I don't talk to him. And I thought... Good for you. Yeah. So Scott Boris's move is to blow off the general manager and go straight to the owner uh-huh. who has hired the general manager to do such things. That's right. And his now end around is to, well, I'm not talking to that person. I'm going to go to the owner. Right. I think Scott Boris is worse for baseball than steroids. Was. Good for Tom Ricketts saying we've set, we set this up for a reason. This is the guy that I've, I've hired to, to do this for my organization. Uh-huh. What are you talking to me for? I've given him the ability to go do this. If he has something he needs to bring to me, he'll bring it to me. Right. Otherwise, you talk to him. Right. What are you talking to me for? I like the fact that Tom Rickens has put the stiff arm in this. And then also, it's like, hey, Scott Boris thinks he's above talking to GMs. Right. I'm just going to talk to the I'm going to talk to the to the ownership mm-hmm. and, and plead that way. Probably good for your client. I don't think good for baseball. Well, I, I don't know that it necessarily is good for your client. I know Eric Hosmer got paid to go to San Diego, but was that ultimately the best move for Eric Hosmer to go to San Diego? Like I said, I think Scott Boris is the worst thing to happen to baseball maybe ever, and he's worse than steroids were for the game. And I think what he does is he goes out there and and he he controls the entire market. It's not just his own players, Josh. There's a lot of guys out there and a lot of teams out there that aren't willing to sign or agents aren't willing to sign until the Boris guys go out there and sign and they kind of set the market. And I don't think that's a good thing to have one person have that much control over baseball, especially an agent. You're not a player and you're not an owner. You have no reason to be the guy that controls the game of Major League Baseball. And Major League Baseball has allowed Scott Boris to infest their game and ruin their game. Scott Boris is the biggest reason why salaries are out of control in Major League Baseball. He is phenomenal for his clients. And if he were taking radio guys, I would hire Scott Boris. But for the overall baseball, for where the game is and what the game needs to be, Scott Boris isn't good for baseball. He's keeping the rich teams on top. He's only negotiating big-time deals for his clients with those type of teams. And meanwhile, most of Major League Baseball is falling by the wayside. And most of Major League Baseball can't even get into the same room as Scott Boris because he's so out there with his contract demands. And then you have guys like Cody Bellinger and Blake Snell who are really good players but still haven't signed yet. It's it's February 20th. Like, why haven't these guys signed contracts yet? And I think for, for overall, for Major League Baseball, I don't think Scott Boris has helped move the sport forward at all. He's made his clients a lot of money, and that's ultimately what he's responsible to do. But I don't think baseball is better with Scott Boris being part of the game. No, I didn't, I didn't realize either. Like, sometimes he just he doesn't even talk. 
There's probably going to be a GM out there that says, I don't, yeah, I don't talk to him. He always goes to my boss. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's probably pl- plenty wow. of those guys. Now, I, I will say I disagree with this because Dayton Moore had a good relationship with he Scott did. Boris, right? He did, like, yeah. that guy wasn't calling Arkansas and getting a price on, you know, whatever Walmart was selling that day. He was going to, 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 to Dayton. They but were also, having conversations. I, I'd like to believe that he wouldn't be taking Boris's call anyway. Who glass? He shouldn't be taking his call. No owner should be taking the call of an agent. That's why you have a general manager, right? Yeah, yeah. Just a weird story. I thought, wow. Well, good for the Cubs owner. Like, no, I don't. I don't deal with him. And the Cubs are one of those teams he probably needs to deal with that has kind of money to spend. He deals deals with my general manager. That's what they're there for. Right. Kind of like that guy. Put that. Put that guy back in place. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you ever had an oh crap I'm late story? 913-586-7610, 913-586-7610, the Jay Southland Toe Service text line. I have had this, it's not a recurring dream, but it, it has happened periodically where I've had the, oh my gosh, I'm late dream. And a lot of times it's been like super bizarre. Like you wake up and go, what am I doing? Look at the clock, it's fine. Yeah, and then or also Saturday. I'm, you're in some weird, yeah, or Saturday. Or you're some in some weird scenario that you just can't get out of and you know the time is ticking and you missed whatever and you're just, I've had those like freak out. I've had them multiple times. I've never had one of where, those. Where it's and then you're in some like weird s- scenario where you just got stuck and you couldn't get some, you couldn't get to where you needed to go on time, and 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 then those are usually when I think it's time for a day off. <laughs> that's what that's what I usually right? like. Wake up going, it's probably time to take a day if I'm dreaming about being late to work. Mm-hmm. But I've had these like multiple times. Heck, I've been late to work. You know, I think everybody has, right? Yeah. Not Bob. He's like super disciplined, but uh, most of us have. Um, but if you had an oh crap, I'm late story. I wish the story was almost better on this one. But did you see that golfer over the weekend had to run to his to the yeah. tee box because he was late? late. Yeah, golfer. Tom Kim almost missed his tea time. Oh, Tom Kim is hustling. I mean, high tailing it to the first tee because his tea time is moments away. <laughs> Did you hear the guy in the background? Like, gotta hurry up, brother. <laughs> you gotta run, man. <laughs> you gotta run, brother. Yeah. And he's like running. He's like running, running. The video through. of him running yeah. is great. It's yeah. Great. Looks like an ice cream man. Yeah. And, and it looked like he had his putter. So I, hopefully somebody got his driver to the, to the first tee when he needed it. But he, he's playing the this Genesis Invitational. Almost missed his first round tee time, which results in a uh, uh, a penalty, mm-hmm. uh, like a five stroke penalty or something like that for not being there on time. But and there's all kinds of memes going around Two as to shot why penalty it would have been as to why he he was running late or whatever. And it wasn't even like he's like he literally just lost lost track of time. They yeah. were like over at the practice range and whatever and thought they had plenty of time and somebody's like hey aren't you up next and they're like oh crap yeah they better go off, they took off running yeah now did he have the right club in his hand as you mentioned i don't know look it looks like a putter, looks like a putter right? hopefully somebody got over there can you borrow yeah, yeah. a club i don't know how that works oh, on the pga probably tour can't probably not i'm no. guessing the other guy was scooting the other direction and they ran there and he Here. yeah right it looks like he's running across the thing with this putter but sometimes maybe that's the best way to do it yeah. i mean you you know how it is in sports guys overthink things right sometimes you just get into the moment and you just go and see what know. happens i would just be like panic like i was over there practicing i was getting in my into my mode and now i gotta 
And I got to scream to the tee box and let one rip here. Right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The memes were fantastic, though, because there's all kinds of people coming up with reasons why he was late. Most of them involving, like, Taco Bell and In-N-Out Burger, which I thought was pretty funny. Like, they're like. <laughs> it is California. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, but then he had white pants on, and they were questioning, well, if he did that, if he had that, yeah. could make his tea time. Why is he wearing white pants? That doesn't sound like a good idea. But he was just like, uh, he was just like, no, man, I just, I just, I was over there putting we were working on stuff and just lost track of time yeah it didn't i mean i just totally blanked wasn't even thinking about it i was so dialed into what i was doing at least he wasn't like waking up hungover or something and like jake tailoring this thing at least you could have said you were yeah. from the yankees yeah. you know like this guy was out there working on his game and trying to get better when oh crap i gotta go um we had 27 minutes to go when we first got to the putting green he said very precise right you're on your clock oh god 27 yeah, minutes yeah. let's get through our routine out there i felt like only 15 minutes had gone by then somebody said hey you have a one minute before you tee off it was the part of the green that was the farthest away and i'm not there when they're announced it's a two-shot penalty i shoot even par today instead of two under i made sure i wasn't late literally 10 15 seconds later he called the tee time i was fortunate i'm never late for tee times well, you've had those moments, though, and usually these occur when you're sleeping, right? Where you say, I'm going to rest my eyes for a second, and you close your eyes, and then you wake up. It's like two hours later, and it feels like it was two seconds, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get into that REM sleep in that zone. Maybe that's what he was like on that putting green. He was so dialed into what he was doing that 15 minutes or 27 minutes went by like that yeah. and didn't even realize that, yeah. right? I, I do really like again the listen for the guy in the in the background going, You gotta hustle, you know. You gotta run, buddy. Oh Tom Kim is hustling. I mean high tailing it to the first tee because his tee time is moments away. <laughs> so now good. that's high tailing it. Yeah. That's not well that it wasn't fast. yeah, he could have ran faster, I think, but yeah. You have to run to make it, buddy. <laughs> it's it, it, it one of those like really fast walk runs that yeah. we've seen people do. You well, they know? want to make it look like you're not late, right? But you're late. You're late, right? Yeah, you're, you're walking late. a little bit faster. You you got a got a half jog. You weren't a full right. sprint, but you're like, I know I'm late, and I'm gonna not look like, like I'm you've run panicked. into the store or someplace I'm like, like panicked that. about this. But I'm yeah. walking in very. When you're like almost got to go to the restroom, you're like, all right, I'm going to make that weird walk. And then somebody gets you at the door and wants to talk about nothing. And you're like, I got to pee. From the 816, I'm a firefighter. I've jumped out of bed at home before uh, thinking I missed a call because I heard sirens outside my window. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. Okay. Um, Bob was late the one day when the naked guy was at his house. That's true. I wasn't late, though. That's the only that's the only time. No, he was on time. Yeah. Because Alex went and picked him up. Yeah, I was on time. I wasn't late that day. Yeah. I was late for when I normally get in, but I wasn't late no, to no, start no, no. the show. Not late to start start the show. You've never yeah. you've never had that. But you're the only you're the only one. The rest of yeah, us have. Uh, yeah. The rest of us have. I no, this I once had a girlfriend that was late. No. no that is not uh, the no, same not no, what we're looking no, for no, 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 from no, the uh, no. from the eight one six. From the 702, my late moment turned 16 last yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not either. My I'm late moment turned 16 last month from the 702. That's good, good revealing out of you. Yeah. You asked if anybody's had a panic, I oh, I'm understand. late moment, right? I understand. Yeah, Bob yeah. was not, that's true. He was not late on the uh, on the naked bloody man. No. Somehow, some way. Well, Alex did a good job of driving for the first time ever and getting over there. And yes, yes. You for allowed those, him to drive across state lines, for too. For those of you that don't know the story, Bob was late, couldn't get out of the neighborhood. There was a police incident in the neighborhood. There was a naked naked bloody man running the neighborhood. Right. And they, they cordoned off the neighborhood and wouldn't let anybody out. So 
I'm getting ready for the show. Alex Gold was our intern at the time. And I just flipped him my keys and said, I need you to go pick up Bob. Uh-huh. Alex doesn't say a word, just takes the keys and goes. Because I knew Alex wasn't, had, he had a ride to work. His parents would drop him off at work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he was in college. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, <laughs> little did I know, Alex did not, not only did not have, did not drive. Never drove. Did not drive. Right. And did, he didn't say a word. He just <laughs> drove my car and picked up Bob. Never knew it until he came back. He'd never driven before. Never. Did a very nice job. Yeah. I had no idea. No that idea. Never no idea. Before now. Yeah. Nor did I care at that car point was, in time. Car right? was fine. Yeah. Car was fine. But yes, yeah. Bob did make it on time to start the show. That's right. Luckily, because that was the first segment of the show. So That's that, right. That actually turned out, <laughs> turned out great. Now, I may have overslept the start of a show before. So Yeah, there's one time. That you did. That's yeah. it. That's it. It was recent, if I'm not mistaken, within the last year, I think. Uh, it wasn't even like on a Chiefs trip or something. It was like, it was within the last was just, year. I just, yeah. Slept through every alarm. Yeah. 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 I overslept. That's fine. We'll get you. <laughs> yeah. I'm on my way. Oh, crap. I'm on my way. But, right. that, but that didn't even hustle. Like for, for us, it's then like. Then I didn't even hustle, though, because I'm like, I'm there's no there's no point. I'm late. It's yeah. Like, it's not even. And it's not like we can stay late and make up for it either, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like, just, we, just, it's 6 just, to 10. You and if gotta, you miss, you miss. Just got to eat it. Just yeah. got to eat it. That's that's what happens. From the 785, I have a dream. I'm late for my college class. I graduated 14 years yeah, ago. <laughs> yeah. You're there for your test. Oh Those gosh. are nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I still have it every once in a while. And they're always, again, really weird. Like. People are distracting me. I'm like, no, no, I gotta get to, I gotta get to. No, no, you gotta. You're like, no, I have to get to, to, uh, you know, we have to start at five fifty eight. Yeah. And why you're encountering people that early in the morning, I have no idea. But they're always like bizarre dreams. I don't wake up. It's like two forty five. Yeah. Like, oh crap. And, and then that's the worst time. Like that's purgatory for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do I do yeah. in this point in time? Because if you want to go back to sleep for another hour and a half or whatever it is, it's just, and then you wake up and you feel terrible because yeah. you've all you woke up, you feel good. Give me five more minutes, and then you really feel terrible. Wow. In those situations. six. I overslept this morning. Coming in about three hours late today. Don't oh, seem wow. guilty about it at all. Being late for the airport is the worst. Oh, that is bad. Sense. Yeah. It's funny with the airport. Like if, if I book a 6 a.m. flight, right? I'm like, oh, that's no big deal. But a 6 a.m. flight is a lot different than getting to work at 6 a.m., you know, because it's just such a pain in the neck with the airport. You know, you got to deal with all that stuff. At 6 a.m., you're just driving to work. You just go to work, right? The airport, you got to deal with security. Yeah. And you're late on their terms. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you, you still got to go hurry up and wait. Mm-hmm. No matter where you're at. Mm-hmm. We've got the lateness thing for me, though, is is it's like it's a pet peeve of mine when people are late. Like, I, I think it's the rudest thing you could do to somebody is tell them you're going to be there at noon and not show up at, you know, 12, 15, 12, 30. Yeah. Like, who the hell are you? So, yeah. like, I always have been just always early. Yeah, 12, 30 is 12, 30, not 12, 32. Right. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, there's some things to look forward to. We'll get to those next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.